time. Isaac at the baseline, running and shooting under pressure and getting it. Good defense by Blair, but Isaac still made the basket, and it's 37-28. Redbird lead down to nine. They're applying full-court pressure. Pemberton, shy of the timeline, gets it across now to Sam Skerich. Skerich spins up on top and goes to Randy Blair. 37-28. Coppin State getting back in it as Coleman shoots it in. A big shot for Gerard, and that stops a string of points for... The Eagles of Coppin State, about a 14-footer, making it 39-28. Redbirds back up by 11 points. Coleman now at 13 on the evening. Here's the pass up top, and a three-pointer on the way, and good by Derek Orr, his first basket of the game, and it's 39-31. They are within eight points. Redbirds with the ball in the backcourt, and now a foul is called on Derek Orr as he worked against Ricky Jackson. Maybe we didn't really get to see the real Eagle team that first half, Dick. They're coming out here in the second half playing good defense, putting some pressure on, then at half court giving that good man-to-man D, and then running the offense, taking good shots on the offensive end and the tempo, and it looks like they're picking up the uh, intensity a lot more. Randy Blair with it to Ricky Jackson. After that foul, the birds have inbounded it. Here's Sam from the corner. He got it. Sam Skerritt with a big bucket about 18 feet away, 41-31. Birds by 10. Sam's second basket of the ballgame. And now Coppin State across the timeline. Here goes Yarbrae to the left wing. Picks up the dribble. Sends it up on top. Now to the right wing. Isaac with it. Flashes by Blair, inside pass to Stewart, between two men, forces it up, rolling no good, but a whistle, and was it traveling? Yes, a travel by Stewart as he wound his way through traffic in the lane. And they apply the full court pressure once again, not pressuring the inbounds passer, but trying to trap at half court, as Jackson has it, and he'll beat his man across the timeline. Ricky waved everybody else down, took care of it himself. Here's Skerich faking, now passing in the traffic. Foul is called. It was meant for Pemberton. It was knocked away, but Coppin State commits the foul. Yarbrae reached in on John. His second, the team's second here in the half, and the inbounds pass for the Birds underneath their basket. We have a few more finals now. North Carolina pulled that one out over Stanford, 87-76, after they trailed by three at the half. They win by 11 at home against Stanford. Pemberton with it for the Redbirds. Right of the circle, threw it in the backcourt as Skerich had it go beyond the timeline. Sam called for a timeout. And the ball has gone out of bounds, and I think they've indicated the Birds are going to get the ball. How, how can you call timeout if you don't have possession of the ball? That's, what, that's exactly what Coppin State's Fang Mitchell is arguing, but the birds may, uh, birds may have pulled a fast one there. 18-01 to go on the half, 41-31 Illinois State. We'll be back in just a minute. Can't do it. get the timeout call before it goes out of bounds, it's not over and back. You can't call timeout without...
Redbirds will inbound the ball. And here's Ricky Jackson coming toward the timeline and now getting it across. Redbirds have possession, and that's an interesting situation. We'll talk about it more a little bit later on as Blair goes to the left wing. Hawked by Yarbrough, keeps the dribble, now picks up the ball and bounces high post to Pemberton, who shoots it up and rolls it short, and the rebound is producing a hell ball. It'll be their turn. Coppin State will get the basketball as they trail 41-31. Well, the timeout is called before the ball goes out of bounds, so you can't call over and back because the Redbirds never had possession of the ball in the backcourt. Yeah, but I thought you had to have possession of the ball well, to call time. I don't know that you do, and it may be that Bob well, Donawald is can't call it while the other team's got possession. I they, know that. They didn't have possession. No. Here's the drive into the lane, the pass back, and a three-pointer not good by Derek Orr. Ball now knocked out of bounds. It's off of Coppin State, and the Birds will get the basketball. It may be that Bob Donawald has found an innovative way to circumvent the rule a little bit. Well, let's hope it doesn't go in the backcourt too many times. <laughs> That's right. Don't need any more of those passes, which would have produced an over and back had the timeout not been called. Randy Blair with it. Between the circles, moves back to the left. Here's Skerich in the left corner. Now comes across the top, gets a screen, can't use it, sends it up on top to Randy. 17-footer is rolling good. Blair got it to crawl over the front of the rim. The birds lead by a dozen. Blair has made both of his shots this evening. Yeah, he doesn't shoot very much, but when he does, he's open. It's a good percentage shot, and usually he makes it. Coppin State with the ball across the timeline. Yarbrough with it as the Birds have upped the lead to a dozen after they had come back to within eight. Here's the pass into traffic and knocked free, but Derek Orr goes to get it and now sends it left wing. Yarbrough with the ball. Comes up to the top. He's being guarded by Skerich, who picked up a couple of early fouls trying to guard Yarbrough, but he has not fouled since. Yarbrough goes to the right wing, up to the top. Stewart on the move, but he traveled as he tried to get around Randy Blair. Turnover, Coppin State. And with 16.20 to go in the game, the Birds have a 12-point lead in the ball as they go for their second win in a row here at Horton Fieldhouse. Ricky Jackson with it. Man-to-man, full-court pressure. Jackson bumped as he crosses the timeline by Derek Orr, and that's his fourth foul. Derek Orr, who made his conference's all-rookie team last year in early foul trouble. He'll have to leave the game now as Phil Booth, their leading scorer, did not start the second half. He comes back in here. Third team foul against Coppin State. Inbounds pass for the Birds. Skerich will deliver it into the backcourt to Randy Blair. And he gets it across the line. Right corner pass to Skerich. Sam faked the baseline move. Now bounces up top to Jackson. Floats through the lane. Shoots it and got it partially blocked. And the rebound off the block comes to McCullum. Some thought that Sam, or that uh, Ricky was fouled, and now Yarbrough almost lost it. Back out for a three-pointer, which is in and out, not good by Isaac. Rebound, chased down by Reggie Isaac. He's got it back. He feeds inside, layup. Stewart reverses it in as Pemberton flew at him. He went to the other side of the bucket and hooked it in. What a play. And it's 43-33. Redbird lead is down to 10. Redbird's getting caught up in their type of tempo, and I think they better slow it down, get into their offensive set. Ricky Jackson into Pemberton at the high post. Now John comes out with it on the dribble. Bounce pass left wing to Randy Blair. Right side, Ricky Jackson inside Pemberton, and one-on-one, he moves in, lays it good! As he snuck his way into the left side of McCollum's body and then leaned and shot it in off the glass, underhanded, and it's 45-33, birds by a dozen once again. Pemberton very innovative inside. 
Now a three-point try, and it's good by Yarbrough, and he quickly cuts the lead back down to nine points as Coppin State is hanging tough here in the second half. Now a steal, and a layup is good by Reggie Isaac, and suddenly they're within seven at 45-38. That's a tough pass to make, the return pass to the inbounds man who steps right underneath the bucket. Cross-court pass now to Skerich, 19-footer Sam is good! Skerich drills it! He was standing on the three-point line as he made that one, and it's 47-38. Redbirds back on top by nine points. Coppin State with the ball. Yarbrough has it across the timeline as he goes toward the right corner. Deals it up on top. Here's Phil Booth spinning and shooting, and a whistle blows as he makes the shot, and a foul is called on Ricky Jackson. As Booth powered his way in there and seemed to be forcing the contact, but the call goes against Ricky. Booth's a talented player. I think he can tell when they need a bucket. They like to go to him and let him do his thing on the court and clear out for him he did at that time the little roll dribble back and forth until he pushed his man into the paint and then the jump shot rolled in for him first foul against the birds here in the half it's the first of the game against ricky and they're back to within seven at 47 to 40 on the line is phil booth trying to convert a three-point play he looks for his sixth point of the ball game He fires it and gets it, and they are within six, as close as they have been since the very early part of the game, as the Birds against the full court pressure will get it across this time. Sam Skerich with it. Between the circles, gets around his man, passes to Randy Blair inside. Coleman, quick shot blocked, but a foul was called as Larry Stewart got up there to swat it away. McCollum, however, had committed the foul. That was a quick leap, and he got it before it got up there. I know that. But, uh, of course, the foul was committed before the block was made. That's the second on McCullum, the fourth on the team. It'll be two shots coming for Gerard Coleman, who's three for four from the line this evening. Redbirds earlier in this game had a 19-point lead. That's now down to six. Gerard will try to increase it, and he does. You give a team a little air, and they start coming back on you, then they even start playing much better. And it looks like that uh, is happening to Coppin State. They're getting into this one. They've gotten back into it with full court pressure as Coleman's toss is good again. 15 for Gerard. It's an eight-point lead for the Birds. 49 to 41 as the Eagles come across the timeline. Yarbrough has played pretty well for them. Moves it to the top of the circle. Throws a bad pass. Ricky with the steal. Jackson stepped in front of Phil Booth. And he has the steal, and back come the birds. Here's Skerich in the corner, fake the pass. Now to Pemberton through the lane, layup is rolling, not good. Rebound produces a whistle, and Coleman going for it, along with McCullum, and a foul has been called against Coppin State. That was a nice shot by Pemberton. It didn't quite drop for him. Maybe he th- he's thinking right now, I should have used the glass on that one because he, he was moving towards the bucket, and sometimes that's hard to shoot it just over the lip of the rim. Larry Stewart committed the foul, his third, and the fifth against the team. Quick pass into Ricky, layup, good! Great feed by Sam Skerich on the inbounds pass, and a layup for Ricky makes it a 10-point lead again for the Birds at 51-41. Now Yarbrey with it, moving to the right wing, and Booth almost lost the pass, goes back to get it at the timeline. Thought we were going to get to see another timeout. Yeah, almost an over and back as Yarbray sends it to Booth on the right wing inside McCollum. He reverses the shot and puts it in. Left-hand shot. He started to go right-hand. Defense flew at him. He shifted to the left hand and put it in to make it 51-43, an eight-point lead for the Birds. Now against pressure, ISU gets it across with a pass to Pemberton. John deals it back outside to Skerich up on top. And now to the wing, driving Ricky, leaves it for Coleman, who dropped the ball. It was right at Gerard. He didn't see it coming, and Coppin State winds up with it. 
They are within eight, and they have the ball. Yarbray with it with 13 minutes now to go in the ballgame. 51-43, Redbirds lead. They've led all the way in this one except when it was one to nothing. Here's the running shot by Booth. He missed it short. Rebound for them. Stewart puts it up and in, and Larry Stewart is becoming a factor in this game as he puts his team back to within six once again. Redbirds getting out-hustled right now, Dick, on both ends of the court. Skerritt's lost the ball as he dribbled through traffic. Booth picked it up and stole it, and now as Phil Booth drives to the bucket, he's fouled by Sam Skerritt. And Coppin State, within six, has a chance to close further here from the free-throw line as Skerritt picks up his third foul. At one point, the Birds led 30-11. to 11. Since then, 34 points for Coppin State and only 21 for the Redbirds. Gerard Coleman is out of the game. Sonny Roberts checks in for the first time here in the second half. Phil Booth is two for three from the line. Seven turnovers in the first half for the Birds and four more already here in the second half as the toss is rolling in. Boy, and of those 11 turnovers for the game. I think about four of them have resulted in quick points for Coppin State. They're within five. Now they can crawl to within four with another free throw. It is on the way and good. Phil Booth got them both. And the Birds are only up by four as they inbound against the pressure. Here's Randy Blair and he'll get it across the line as he got the inbound pass from Pemberton. Randy circles back out on the dribble, and the Birds will go to work at the half-court offense. Here's the shot by Ricky. It's not good from three-point range. Rebound. Booth off fought. Pemberton, and back comes Coppin State. I don't think Bob Donald wanted the three-point shot from Ricky that quickly in the offense. Here's the pass to the left side, and as Reggie Isaac gets the ball, a foul away from the ball. It's on the offense. McCullum is going to be called for an illegal pick against Pemberton, and the Birds get the ball right back. That's team foul number six against Coppin State, number three against McCullum. Redbirds leading 51-47 with the ball. Pemberton ahead to Randy Blair who comes across the line. They've got a three on two, but Randy will circle back out. Now it goes to the left corner. Inside Pemberton from Skerich. He spins. Baseline shot partially blocked. McCullum got the block, and Isaac gets the ball. Down court they come. Here's Reggie Isaac with it now in the corner. Deals it back outside, and that's Otto Barber just back in the game, setting up their half-court offense. He goes to the right of the circle, now spins, passes back out. Reggie Isaac through the lane, running shot on the way, and not good. Rebound, Sonny Roberts. Good position by Sonny, and back come the Birds, still leading by just four. Sam now a 19-footer is off the front of the rim, not good. Rebound, Sonny, and he deals it way back out to Randy Blair. Left wing, Ricky for three, it is rolling, no good, tip is good by John Pemberton, and the Birds are up by six, a big basket there. I don't believe the shot selection by the Redbird stick, they need to set this thing up and run some offense and use the clock a little bit. Got away with it there as they get the basket, Pemberton with the tip, and he had a man on him as he tipped that ball, now Stewart with an air ball, but their rebound and the basket good by McCullum, and they're quickly back to within four, 53 to 49. Redbirds across the timeline. Here's Skerich. Pass. Blair underneath. Reverse layup. Missed. He can't find it. Now it's knocked out of bounds. McCollum knocked it out. And Randy missed a big opportunity off a great pass from Skerich. Skerich sees the floor about as well as anybody on this team. He's got his head up. He's, he's not afraid to give the ball up. Pemberton, Ricky Jackson, and Skerich all come out 
as Coleman is back in along with the two freshmen, Hicks and Flores. Bob Donawald making three changes. Birds inbound. They are up by just four. Roberts had it knocked, but he goes to the corner to get it for Illinois State. Now up top to Randy Blair. Flores with the ball in the corner. And the freshman Antoine Hicks will set up the offense from the top. Right wing Blair. Back to Antoine. He starts to move left. Now a shot by Flores is off the front of the rim. Not good. Rebound kept alive by Flores. Picked up by Coleman. His shot is missed. And the rebound for McCollum for Coppin State. He had his hands around the neck of one of his teammates as he grabbed that rebound, but managed to avoid traveling. And Barber has it for them. And they could cut the lead to two as it comes into McCollum. Turnaround shot is off the rim. Not good. Rebound. Coleman, who out fought. The Coppin State player Marcus Hammond for the ball, and now a foul is called against Hammond with 10.07 to go in the ballgame. Foul number three against Hammond. I think with the lineup that's in there now, the Redbirds are going to have to really be careful about full-court pressure and make sure they're set up each time after a basket or a made free throw so that they don't turn the ball over. Uh, I think with the young players in there, like Flores and... Uh, and Hicks. Yeah, Hicks is in there, too. You, you, don't, you need a little more experience in that backcourt when the pressure's on. Well, an experienced player at the line here. Gerard is 5 for 6 from the stripe. A couple of big tosses here. First of a 1-1 one and one is good. That was the seventh team foul against Coppin State. So the Birds will be shooting free throws the rest of the way as the lead is now back up to 5, 54-49. Another toss coming here for the 6-7 junior from North Chicago. He rolled it good. Burns by six, 55-49. Ten minutes to go in the basketball game as Otto Barber has it across the timeline, all the way to the baseline, fakes the man in the air and shoots it very short. Got his own rebound and put it up and rolled it. No good. Rebound, Sonny. Roberts has the ball for the Birds. Outlets to Hicks. Antoine Hicks across the line. We're inside of ten minutes left now, and the Redbird lead is a half dozen as it comes into Flores, but now stolen away by Barber. Three on two for them. Barber stops. He passes it out of bounds. Reggie Isaac from the right wing stood and watched and waited for a shot from his teammate. Instead, it was a pass, but it was too far for him, and the turnover gives it back to the Redbirds. Well, I think Coppin State is playing right in the Redbirds' hands, Dick. They're giving that opportunity to them. They're going to have to take advantage of it and make sure that they get a few points on the board down the stretch here. Antoine Hicks across the line. Ricky Jackson now back in the game, replacing Flores. Up top to Randy Blair. The junior from Peoria goes to Antoine Hicks, who is now the only freshman on the floor for the Birds. Ricky Jackson with it. Up top to Randy Blair. Shot clock says 25 seconds to go. Birds lead by six right here. Their lead was down to four. Here's Sonny backing in, faking, and he's got to get rid of the ball, and he turns and forces the shot up. No good. Rebound produces a whistle. Gerard Coleman on the back of Marcus Hammond as Roberts waited too long that time. Somebody's got to come to his rescue when he's in a situation like that. The guard out front has got to position himself at a better angle where Sonny can kick it straight back to him, relieve that pressure. Oh, he had no choice but just throw it up a wild shot. Well, that's a good point. He has to have some help in that situation, and all he could do was shoot it short, which forced the foul by Coleman, his second, Bird's third, and they have the ball again. Coppin State does, down by just six. Here's Phil Booth. In the corner it goes, and now Reggie Isaac sends it up on top. Booth driving to the free throw circle. Back out it goes. Isaac with the ball. Sends it up top to Yarbray, the little point guard. 5'10", freshman from Chester, Pennsylvania. Working against another freshman, Antoine Hicks. Here's the driving shot by Isaac. Blocked! 
by Randy Blair. And Jackson lost the ball on the dribble ahead to McCollum, and he'll put it in. And Ricky Jackson with an unforced error there that puts the Eagles back to within four. McCollum now at 14 points. Here's Antoine Hicks with it for the Birds. Randy Blair up top to Ricky Jackson. Bounce pass right wing. Hicks hooks the pass into Coleman. Back out to Antoine. Baseline drive, and he drew the foul as Yarbrough reached in from behind after Hicks had beaten him along the baseline. You have to have an idea where you're going when you put that ball on the floor, and I don't know whether Hicks wanted to go baseline or not. There was a crowd under there, and whether he would have gotten his shot off would have been questionable. This will be Antoine's first free throw in a Redbird uniform. He forces the third foul against Yarbrough. And the freshman from Chicago, St. Rita, looks to increase the four-point lead. It's on the way, and it is not good, and the rebound for Hammond. Marcus Hammond for Coppin State, and back down they come with a chance again to cut the lead to two. This is about the third or fourth time they've had a chance to cut the lead inside of four. As it comes to Marcus Hammond, and he may have been pushed by Coleman, that's what they're going to call, as Hammond lost the ball, and they say Gerard shoved him. With 7.50 left to go in the basketball game, they will inbound on the fourth team foul against the Birds. Third against Coleman. And now coming into the game for the Eagles is uh, a guy who's really had an impact, Larry Stewart, replacing Marcus Hammond. Here's their inbounds pass to Reggie Isaac. Birds still have Hicks out there with Jackson, Coleman, Roberts, and Blair. Yarbrough hooks it inside, and as he does, the whistle blows. Stewart received the pass, and Coleman will be called for another pushing foul, and that's four on Gerard with still 7.41 left to go. He's getting caught from behind, and you get caught from behind like that, they're going to take advantage of you, and uh, rightfully so. He probably did give a little push. I mean, uh, they've called uh, stronger fouls already in this ballgame than that one, but you got some steadying influence back in the ballgame. Skerich is in there now. Pemberton also in as Coleman and Blair go out. Gerard out with four fouls. They inbound again on the fifteen foul. Here it comes into traffic, and Pemberton makes the steal. Stepped in front of McCullum, and Big John makes another big play. Here's the pass to Blair, or Jackson, rather, who puts it in on the stuff off the break, and the Birds are up by six, 57-51. Oh, my, if you're a guard and could get a stuff, uh, that's the ultimate. You might as well take a timeout and award him the ball. And Horton Fieldhouse as loud as it's been all season right now as the Birds are up by a half dozen, and that's what Coppin State does. They take your advice, Tommy, and call the timeout. 7-11 left to go in the game, and the Birds are back up by six off the steal by Pemberton and then the stuff by Ricky Jackson. 57-51 Illinois State will be back in just a minute. Help me with uh, one basket for them. I got Yarbrough with two. Yarbrough with two. Isaac with four. Uh, Orr with one. I think it might be, it's either Booth or Stewart. Booth has two field goals. Stewart has three. Okay, that's it.
in the second half. The Birds 8 for 19. Coppin State 10 for 19. So they've been shooting it a bit better. They are within six and they have the ball as the Redbirds play the man-to-man defense. Here's Yarbrough going to the right wing. Now he looks for help and his pass is batted, but Stewart gets it anyway for them. Shot clock down to 14 seconds now. Yarbrough way up on top. Here he comes to the left wing. The crowd heating up as the ball is stolen by Ricky, but a foul has been called. Ricky Jackson knocked it away from Booth, and he apparently didn't hear the whistle because he went all the way down and stuffed it in, but they called a foul against Ricky Jackson as he made the steal. And that's unfortunate because it was coming with the shot clock winding down. It's the sixth team foul against the Birds. They will inbound, but they get a new 45-second clock. Ricky's second foul. Inbounds pass for Booth. It comes to McCullum, now up to Isaac. And Yarbrey has it at the very top of the circle. Again, the crowd gets going here at Horton Fieldhouse. Yarbrey moving to the right wing, picks up the dribble, bounces up top to Booth. Here's Booth spinning right of the circle, forces it up, and he got it. Oh, my. Great defense. He threw up a prayer, and he got it. And it's 57-53. Redbird lead is four points. Here are the birds across the timeline. Pemberton with the ball. John ducks in between a couple of defenders and sends it out to Hicks. Now Skerich in the corner inside. Pemberton, ball knocked away and stolen. They've got a three on two. Here's Booth with it. He runs and shoots it. No good. Rebound for them. Shot no good by Isaac. Now it's tipped up and it rolls in for Phil Booth. And they are within two points for the first time in the second half, 57 to 55. Redbirds with the ball. Here's Skerich with it at the left wing. Up top to Antoine Hicks. 5.51 to go. Bounce pass inside Roberts. Turnaround shot is in and out. Not good. And the rebound, McCollum. Oh, that was down in the hole, and it popped out of there. And they have a chance now to tie the score. They're playing a little differently now. They're going to walk it across, go into their offensive set. Yarbrough with it. Off to Isaac. Up on top. Booth gets the ball in traffic. Now shoots a three. It is not good. Rebound, Sonny Roberts. Birds still have the lead. 57-55, and they have the basketball. Antoine Hicks, the freshman, is still in there as he goes to Ricky Jackson right wing. Back up top to Hicks. High post pass. Here's Roberts with it. Off to the left wing. Skerich gets the ball. And now up top to Hicks. Shot clock at 25 seconds. Ricky Jackson looks in, goes baseline to Skerich, and he sends it into Roberts. He turns, drives, shoots, got it blocked, and they've got the rebound off the block, and a foul on Pemberton who went for the loose ball. Larry Stewart got the rebound, and that's the seventh team foul against the Birds, and they'll be at the line with a chance to tie the game. If you don't have the size like Roberts to go inside like that, if you're going to take a shot, it's going to have to be something in a penetration form to the glass where you force something. The fadeaway jumper won't get it. You'll probably get it right back in your face with Spalding across the forehead. 57-55, Redbirds lead earlier in this game. They were up 30-19. to But full court pressure applied by Coppin State has produced some offense for them and has seemingly gotten the Redbirds out of their game plan as Stewart is on the line here for the first of a one-and-one, one, which is good, and that cuts the lead to one point. Starting lineup back in the ballgame for the Redbirds. As uh, it was Hicks who went to the bench, Skerich back in for the Birds. Free throw on the way and good, and we are tied for the first time in this game. It was one to nothing Coppin State. The Birds 
then took a 2-1 lead. They had led ever since until right now with the score 57-57. Iskarich has it across the line to Ricky, a three-pointer. It's not good, and the long rebound comes to Coppin State. And that is a poor shot selection as the Eagles have a chance now to take the lead with 4.37 left to go in the ballgame. Yarbrough with it. Right of the circle. Bounce pass to Isaac inside Stewart. Double teamed. He shoots it. Misses it. Rebound. Knocked out of bounds by Stewart. Or by Booth, rather. It'll belong to Illinois State. Redbirds are going to have to get on the defensive board on that second and third attempt. Hoppin' State's really taking advantage of getting a hand on it and trying to stick it down. Redbirds have faced full court pressure the entire second half. They beat it this time as... Ricky Jackson is across the line at the right wing with 4.16 left to go. He goes to Sam. One dribble. Skerich had it knocked, and he goes back to get it. Randy Blair with it now for the Birds. Comes to the edge of the circle. Right wing pass. Here's Skerich looking inside. Now it comes up across the top. We are tied up here at Horton Fieldhouse. Birds have the ball. 17 on the shot clock. Randy Blair with it. High post pass. Here's Coleman. Double teamed. He dribbles away and shoots it and gets it blocked, but a foul is called. Coleman moved to his right, seemed to have an opening for the shot, but flying at him and committing the foul was, I believe, Larry Stewart. Yes, and that's his fourth, and Gerard will go to the line where he is seven for eight this evening. For Coach Ron Fang Mitchell, that's a tough foul to take in that situation. It looked like they went right up with the ball. I'm sure he got a piece of the hand, but uh, come close to getting a clean block. Gerard leads the Birds with 17 points. He has two coming here with the score knotted at 57. First free throw at 3.52 to go is short. Not good, and Gerard will try it again. Another opportunity for Coleman. He pumps the wrist and fires it. Good, and the Birds lead by one. But now Coppin State has a chance to take its first lead since the first minute of the game. 58-57 Birds. Yarbrey with the ball for the Eagles. Moves to the right of the circle. Hicks guarding him. He spins it inside. McCollum got it knocked away. Lost it out of bounds. It's ISU's ball. ISU did a good job going back in on the postman that time, giving some help. Caused the turnover. And it was Hicks who got his hand in there to knock that ball free. And then McCullum knocked it away, and the Birds have it across the timeline. Here's Blair ahead to Gerard. His shot is good from the right wing about 11 feet away. And the Redbirds lead by three. Coleman with a big bucket. Birds are up 60 to 57, 321 to go. Yarbrey with the ball. Right of the circle. Now picks up the dribble and sends it up top. Phil Booth with it. He bounces up high, and backpedaling is Reggie Isaac, and they'll set up the offense once again against the Illinois State man-to-man. Yarbrough moves left of the circle. Now Isaac, three-pointer is off the mark. Not good. They've got the rebound. Shot by Booth. Rolls in there, and they're back to within one. Phil Booth with 14 points. It's 60-59. to 59. Randy Blair with it for the Birds. To Antoine Hicks, who is between the circles. Hicks going to the left wing, now circling back with the right hand. Coleman back to Antoine. Hicks deals it left wing to Skerich in the corner. Here's Randy Blair. And up top to Antoine Hicks. Shot clock says 21 seconds. Skerich for the ball. Now Hicks with it. Tries to move. Gets by his man. Lost the ball. It was left away from behind and they've got it. McCullum sent it back to Stewart. And now Yarbrough will get it across the line. Hicks got by his man. But his man, Yarbrough, tapped it away from behind. Yarbrough to the right wing. 
Picks up the dribble and sends it to Isaac through the lane. 13-footer is good, and they have their first lead since the opening minute of the game. Now the Redbirds are going to have to play a little smarter, come down and try to draw the foul or go inside. 1.58 to go. Birds trail by one as Skerich has it. Off to the right side. Now he gets it back from Antoine Hicks. Here's Sam across the top. He spins back and deals it right wing to Coleman. Gerard dribbling carefully out. As his pass goes to Hicks, 21 seconds on the shot clock. Skerich fakes the shot, now spins, and comes back out and calls a timeout with 17 seconds left on the shot clock, 1.36 to go in the ballgame. Redbirds led by 19 at one point in the first half. Now it's Coppin State 61, ISU 60. We'll be back right after this. Jeez. This is sad. Okay. Now. Yeah. 20 to 17. Redbirds shooting 39% here in the second half compared with 50% for Coppin State. That is exactly the opposite of what we had in the first half of play when the Birds shot 50%. Wesleyan lost to Northwestern 100-61. That's the final score. Titans are 0-2 at the half. Normal Community in the Intercity Tournament leads U High 20-17. Redbirds inbound. Remember, they have just 17 seconds left in the shot clock. Ricky Jackson gets it, goes baseline, shovels to Pemberton, who puts it in! Pemberton with a hook shot off a great pass from Ricky, and the Birds regain the lead, 62-61. Now Coppin State with the ball across the timeline. Here's Yarbrough with it, going to the left of the circle. Now hooks the pass inside, knocked away by Pemberton, and Blair has it, but, oh, he's fouled! He's fouled by Yarbrough, and the Birds will go to the line, and it's John Pemberton who forced the turnover again. Pemberton has been the savior, Tom, to this point. Yeah, I think that was a bad decision on Coppin State to throw the ball where they did. It was such a short pass and, uh, of course, accomplished nothing. And to give it the opportunity for the Redbirds to two-time the ball and get a piece of it, caused the turnover and also the foul. On the line is Randy Blair with his team up by one and 1.15 left to go. Randy shooting his first free throw of the year, and it is good, and the Birds lead by two. He shot some pressure free throws last year, stepped up to the line. Boy, that's right. Didn't bother him at all. He's a good shooter uh, in this, this time of the ballgame. Another toss for Blair. His team by two, 63-61. Here's the shot. It is short off the front of the rim. The rebound for them, and they can tie the score with a two-point field goal as Stewart got the board. I knew I'd jinx him. Yarbrough with it across the line. A minute five to go now as the bounce pass goes to the corner. Three-pointer Isaac is not good. Rebound tapped out. Blair's got it, but a foul is called, and it's going to go against Ricky Jackson of the Birds. As he went for the rebound, he bumped hard into Stewart, and that gives them a chance to tie it up from the free-throw line as Sam Skerich is on the floor now. In an offensive situation, he will replace Derek Stokes, the defensive specialist. 
who was out there for that trip down the floor. Larry Stewart is the one going to the line. He's two for two from the line so far in this game on the season. He's now four for six. Foul on Ricky Jackson, his third. Birds trying to pull it out of the fire here. They led by 19 early in the game. Now they lead by two, and Stewart can tie it up. First of a one-and-one one coming here on the way, and not good, and the rebound, Pemberton. Stewart missed the critical free throw. The Birds want to use as much of the shot clock as possible now. They can't use the entire clock. 50 seconds to go on the game clock and 35 on the shot clock. Here's Ricky Jackson up between the circles. Sam Skerich with it now. About 15 seconds difference between the shot clock and game clock. Randy Blair threw it out of bounds. It was knocked out, however, by Stewart. His pass, a dangerous one to Jackson, and Stewart almost made the steal. Bad angle on the pass uh, gives the defensive man a chance to get a hand in there. And 22 seconds on the shot clock, 37 on the game clock as the Birds inbounded up by two, 63-61. Our first nail-biter of the year as Skerich gets it into Ricky Jackson. Just shy of the timeline, Ricky on the dribble, gives it up to Blair on the left side. Birds running it up on top, running into the weave, trying to work some time off the clock. Here's Skerich with it, between the circles, still spinning on the dribble, has got to hurry to get rid of it, and does so just in time to Gerard. Shot clock at four seconds now, Coleman... Looks to force up the shot, got it blocked from behind, they've got the ball. 14 seconds to go in the game. Yarbrough with it across the timeline. Here's the pass, and they call a timeout with nine seconds left. 63-61, birds by two. Coppin State will have a chance to tie with a two-pointer or to win with a three-pointer. We'll return for the finish of this one in just a moment. You wanted to pull the trigger, didn't he? How are we doing for spots, Willis? All right. I think I might... How many baskets does Pemberton have? Five. Yeah. Did you write this down, Dick? Oh, no. 69-59. No, I haven't heard. Nine seconds left to go. Coppin State trailing by two against ISU's Redbirds, who look to get away with a victory, but it won't be easy. Coppin State with a lot of good three-point shooters, Tom. They can win it with one of those. They can send it into overtime with a two-point field goal. Yeah, I think you have to be careful not to foul and put someone to the line, particularly foul in a shooting motion and give them three, and foul in the shooting motion at three-point range and maybe give them four. So... Redbirds just have to play good, sound defense here. Derek Stokes in the game to play some of that defense as they look to inbound. It comes to Yarbrough. Seven seconds left to go. Here's Yarbrough going to the left of the circle. Puts it up top. Isaac with three. Shoots it and gets it with one second left. And now we're going to overtime. Reggie Isaac off the pass from Yarbrough. Gliding down the right side of the lane. Shot it in in the air. And put it in cleanly, and we are tied. 63-63, an extra period is coming up. We'll be back with the overtime right after this.
Okay. 98-68 Michigan State. Alrighty. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, another five minutes up on the scoreboard as we are tied 63-63. The Redbirds come out with Skerich, Blair, Jackson, Coleman, and Pemberton. That's the starting lineup for the Birds. And Coach Fang Mitchell of Coppin State using the five who have been effective for him here, particularly in the second half. McCullum, Isaac, Yarbray, Stewart, and Booth. And, of course, we might say in a five-minute overtime, you're going to start with a jump ball and then determine who has the arrow. Pemberton to jump against Larry Stewart. Redbirds had a 19-point lead. Coppin State had a one-point lead in the second half, couldn't hold on to it, and we're going to OT. As the tap is controlled by Pemberton, but then knocked by one of the Coppin State players, Skerich, however, beats him to the ball, and ISU has the first possession. Here's Ricky Jackson with it. Jackson comes out on the dribble and goes to Randy Blair. Blair now at the edge of the circle as the Redbirds try to draw first blood here in the extra period. Here's Coleman back out to Blair. Across the top, he goes to Ricky Jackson. Baseline move. Now he spins back out to Sam. Right wing, Blair with it inside. Pemberton shoots it and gets it off the glass. Great movement. Blair gets the assist. Pemberton with another big bucket on the Birds. Lead 65-63. That's what you call a good offensive set getting a good shot. Yarbrough with it now for Coppin State. Goes to the right. Bounce pass. Isaac inside McCollum. Guarded by Coleman, but he shoots it in anyway. Coleman over there to help. As McCollum had gotten by his man, McCollum makes the three-footer anyway, and at 65-65, we are tied. McCollum now has 18 points for them. Here's the bounce pass to the running Randy Blair, but now he comes back out on the dribble and spins it off to the left to Ricky Jackson. Tie score, four minutes to go in OT. Here it comes into John. Fakes it, now shoots it, and gets it. Pemberton is heating up here late in the game. He puts the birds back up by two, 67-65 you got to take those shots. you got to have guts enough to put them up there. And not only that, stick them. About a nine-footer along the right baseline. He had a man pretty tough on him when he made it. Gave himself just a little bit of breathing room with the fake. And then he shot it in. Now they have the ball. Here's Booth lobbing it in. McCollum double-teamed again. Gets around Coleman. Blair there to help out. Pemberton knocks it away. Birds have the ball. Coleman up there to get it away. And again, John Pemberton with a big defensive play. Here's Jackson. Driving toward the right baseline, now coming back out with a pass to Randy Blair. Coleman fakes his man in the air, and now goes to the corner. Skerich with it. Birds with a two-point lead and the ball now, as Jackson has it. Up high to Blair. Left wing, Skerich. Faked the drive, and now comes back out. Pass into Pemberton. He looks, leans under, shoots in, and rolls it. No good. It rolled off the front of the rim. A great effort by Pemberton. And they have it back with a chance to tie. 2.49 to go in the overtime. Yarbrough with the ball. Redbirds in their man-to-man defense as Yarbrey goes to the left of the circle. And gets rid of it to Booth between the circles. Shot clock says 25 seconds as Booth goes to the right wing. Drives baseline. Now passes back out. 
And here's Garbrey running, shot is up and rolling, no good. Rebound Booth, he goes up and puts it in. Hooked it over the rim, and it's 67-67 on the offensive rebound bucket by Phil Booth. Redbirds come back the other way with 2.15 left in the overtime. Randy Blair with it. Blair between the circles. Now sends it right wing to Ricky, three-pointer. No, off the front of the rim and the rebound for Coppin State. Larry Stewart with the board. And Bob Donawald again can't believe the shot selection by Ricky Jackson. Yarbrough with it between the circles. Goes to the left wing. Now sends it in. Here's McCullum. Shovels it. It's intercepted. Randy Blair. Randy's going to go all the way. He lays it and gets it. And the Birds lead by two. Six. say we have left okay you mean the ones on the log yeah but we need to take 16 you know so this is actually number 13 yeah because there's only 12 on the log right yeah I think that's right and we, we need to take 16 for uh, for our the benefit of our network and our many affiliate stations along the lines right yeah. No, no. Although, you know, you might as well, I suppose. Nice, she's three of five in the overtime. They're two out of four. Redbirds, three for five in the overtime. And Coppin State two for four, and that one extra shot is the difference right now as the Birds lead 69-67. Coppin State to inbound. Derek Orr in the game for them. Gets it to Larry Stewart. The Birds have Derek Stokes in here in a defensive situation, replacing Skerich. Now Yarbrough with it up top. Goes to the right wing. Isaac with the ball. Here's the feed inside. Stewart almost lost it on the baseline. Shovels it back out. Shot clock says 20 seconds to go as Yarbrough gets it. Up top it comes to Orr, lob inside, here's McCollum, gets a man in the air and shoots it up and gets it, and a foul is called, the basket will count. We're tied with a minute nine to go, and they have a chance to regain the lead. McCollum, a big wide player, and he takes a lot of time in doing something, no real quick moves to speak of, but that when he makes up his mind to go in a certain direction, he goes there. Nice job of faking that time to get the defensive man out of position and then get the three-point play. It looks like that, that man would get tired during the game, carrying that weight around and doing everything he does. Gerard is fouled out of the game with 1.09 to go. McCollum on the line. He's two for two from the stripe so far in this game. Three for three on the season. He can put his team ahead. It would be the third lead of the game for Coppin State. They led one to nothing. And then they led, I believe it was 61-60, to 60, just before the end of regulation. Gerard Coleman is out of the game, and apparently there was some question about whether that was indeed his fifth foul. But he is out, and Sonny Roberts will be the man to replace him, but now it's Bob Donawald calling for the timeout. 109 to go in the overtime. Coppin State, down by 19 at one point, now tied with a chance to take the lead from the free throw line when we return in a moment. 69-69 the score, back after this. Really? Shoot. This would not be a good one to lose. 
69-69, and Larry McCullum has a chance to untie this game as he tries to complete the three-point play, which produced the fifth foul on Gerard Coleman. Redbirds have Jackson, Skerich, Pemberton, Blair, and Sonny Roberts on the floor. McCullum looking for his 21st point. Again, two for two this evening, three for three on the season from the line. Sophomore from Brooklyn, New York, a 250-pounder, eyes the hoop, and fires it good, and they lead by one, 70-69, to 69, their third one-point lead of the game. Birds have a minute six to go as they come across the timeline. Randy Blair with it. Blair moving it to the right wing, keeps the dribble, now goes to Ricky Jackson. Jackson outside the three-point line, puts it off to Skerich, top of the circle, we're down to 54 seconds to go in the game. 28 seconds on the shot clock as Skerich keeps the dribble. Right wing now, Ricky Jackson, into Pemberton it goes. Here's John, spinning, shooting, he rolled it, no good, rebound loose, and taken by them, and it's going to be Illinois State's ball, as falling out of bounds and hoping he would get the force call was Coppin State's Orem Fields, who had just come in the game during the timeout. Birds with another opportunity, shot clock has been turned off now, 40 seconds to go in the ballgame. Birds down by one, here's Skerich, out to Blair. Randy moves it to Sam. He fakes the shot and comes out on the dribble. Birds looking for the shot whenever they can find it. They certainly don't want to wait for one here as they trail by one. 27 seconds to go. Here's Ricky Jackson, top of the circle. Sam Skerich driving, faking the shot. Now going to Ricky. Three-pointer. It is rolling no good. It hit the top of the board. It hit the top of the board and then came down through the hoop and it will not count. Oh, what a tough break as the Birds will lose the ball with 17 seconds to go and they're still trailing 70 to 69 the ball hitting off the rim then crawling up over the top of the board i believe it glanced off the 45 second clock time and came back down through the courts but of course that's no basket that's no basket and of course right now the birdbirds have their work cut out for them with 17 seconds left on the clock of course, Bob Donawal does not like to foul in a situation like this unless he just has to. But I think you have to be careful not to let that clock get down too far when you foul because that puts you really in a bad position. So we'll see how the Redbirds come out and defend this defensively. I'm sure they're going to try to apply some pressure full court. Skerich had a couple of opportunities to take a shot. He turned them down and pedaled it out to Ricky Jackson on the left wing. Ricky let fly about a 20-footer maybe a 21-footer outside that three-point line by a foot and a half or so, and it hit the front of the rim and then went high up in the air and crawled over the top of the board before it came back down through the hoop. But, of course, that doesn't count. Ricky's 0 for 2 on three-point tries here in the overtime. And what is he for the game on three-point tries? He has tried a lot of them. He has made. He made uh, three of them early, but he's 3 for 10. All three of his successes came in the first half. Redbirds, as Tom says, will have to foul pretty soon if they don't get the steal. Flores and Stokes are in for defense along with Hicks. And Jackson and Blair are the others out there. Here's the inbounds pass. It comes in the backcourt to Barber. And now there's 13 seconds to go as Barber will come across the timeline. Now they got to foul him as they get it to Yarbrough. And Ricky Jackson reaches in and fouls him with seven seconds left to go. Apparently they didn't want to foul Barber. He, may, he must be a very good free thrower. And so they waited until the ball got into somebody else's hands, and it's Yarbrough, who is a good man to foul, it appears, two for five from the line in this game. Yeah, I think they got the right one. 
you never know until the guy goes up there and shoots him, however. But uh, to put him there and put the pressure on him, I think you're doing the right thing. Foul on Ricky Jackson was his fourth. The Birds have called another timeout. We'll keep it here during the break. A few other final scores. Miami of Florida beat Oral Roberts 108-103. Notre Dame over St. Bonaventure 92-72. Northern Illinois beat Eastern Illinois 80 to 79 Georgia over Jacksonville 75 to 70 we mentioned earlier Illinois Wesleyan a loser at Northwestern 100 to 61 elsewhere in the Big Ten Michigan State beat Furman 98 68 Wisconsin over Ferris State 98 to 61 in the inner city tournament over at normal community Bloomington won the opener over Central Catholic 59 35 and at the half normal leads you high on the second game 20 to 17 I think here Dick you have to look at the fact that the Redbirds have to push the ball, whether made or missed. But of course, if he misses it, one thing I think you can keep in mind, I think as a player on the court with a two-point lead and you being in the one-and-one, it's just to take it the length of the court. Take it right to the hole, try to get something created, and of course, try to draw the foul. And I, I'm sure as a defense, and if you're on the other side of the court and got the blue jerseys on tonight, you're gonna think maybe, well, I can't foul. That's one thing I can't do. Now, if he makes it, you're going to have to penetrate and then have someone step out at three-point range and take that three-pointer. Coppin State has vacated the lane, so the Birds should get the rebound if he misses. And then they'll have seven seconds as they trail by one, 70-69. Yarbrough with the free throw. He bounces it several times. Now he cocks the wrist and shoots it. No good. Rebound Pemberton. Birds have six seconds now. Here's Blair with the ball. Blair to the right wing, to the baseline. One second, he shoots it too late anyway, and that's the end. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They've called a foul. They called a foul, and Randy Blair will be going to the line with a chance to put the Birds ahead. Blair looked like he may have gotten the shot away too late, but that may have been only because he was hacked on the arm as he shot it up from along the baseline. Where's our instant replay? We need something like that. I know, I think he got the shot off in time. I don't think there's any question, but he done just what he was supposed to, Dick. He took it right to the hole. He shot it. He tried to create the foul. The time has expired. Larry Stewart has committed his fifth foul. Well, they can't, they can't have the time expired, though, if he was fouled before the buzzer, unless he's fouled right on the buzzer. And I think the officials are talking about that very fact right now. The buzzer did sound, yes, but if the foul occurred before the buzzer sounded, they should put a second or a fraction of a second back on the clock. But I don't know if that's going to make very much difference. It's still kind of come down to the fact that Blair's going to have to step up there, and he's going to have to put two, three throws down. If he puts two down, it's OT. If he puts one down, it's OT. If he puts them both down, it's right. a victory for the Birds. 70-69, yeah. to 69, Coppin State with a the lead. There is one second. They have put one second on the clock. And, and that has to be less than a second. And, of course, you know it's a two-shot foul, I'm sure. Yes, it is. He was fouled in the act of shooting, so Randy gets a pair. So if he misses the first, he still has a chance to tie the game. Randy Blair, one for two from the line. We talked about the clutch free throws he has made during his career as a Redbird previously. None have been bigger than these two, however, as Blair is on the stripe with his team down by one and less than one second to go. I don't know whether you have to put that second up there or not because it could have left the hand. Yeah, it's possible, but and, they have and, ruled and that. And then expired. I think they, that's pretty hard to do. Well, if the foul occurs right at the buzzer, then you can, you can assume the game 
is over right after the free throws are made. As you said, it isn't going to matter because they don't have time to do anything. They have less than a second after a missed free throw by Blair if he should miss either one. He has two coming. This one would tie the score. Randy Blair, the junior from Peoria Richwoods, has the ball. Cocks the wrist and shoots it. Good! We are tied! Now, the Birds can win it with this one from Blair. He gets the basketball. Bounces it three times, spins it in his hands, and shoots it up, and it is rolling. Not good. Rebound for Coppin State, and we are going to a second overtime. The ball hit the front of the rim, then the back, and popped off. It looked like it had a chance, but it rolled off to the right, and it's another overtime here at Horton Fieldhouse. 70-70 to 70 is now the score. We'll return right after this. I thought so. Game was over. Oh, I think it's uh, Otto Dake. Dake, it's it is Otto Dake. Yeah. the Redbirds are still breathing as Randy Blair's free throw with less than a second to go in the first overtime ties the score and we'll go another five minutes 70 to 70 is the score just as the players were going back to the huddle before beginning this last over or the, the next overtime period the Coppin State players were giving some heat to the official that called the foul now they thought the time had expired and they might have a point it was pretty close as the toss, or the tap, is controlled by the Birds. Sonny Roberts bumped by Yarbrey, no call. And the Birds start on offense, as they did in the first overtime. Sam Skerich with it. Skerich looks to the right and goes to Ricky Jackson. Skerich out there with Jackson, Blair, Pemberton, and Roberts. Remember, Coleman is fouled out of the game. He's the only player to foul out so far. Sam Skerich up top to Randy Blair. It's double overtime here at Horton Fieldhouse, as Blair spins back to the right. Now Yarbrey sticking with him. Here's the pass to Skerich. Shot clock down to 16 seconds to go. As Sam deals it up top, and as he does, a foul called away from the ball. It's against McCollum. He was pushing Ricky Jackson. And that'll put Ricky at the line. McCollum commits his fourth. Oh, no, they've called it on Yarbrough, and that's five on him. Boy, I didn't see that. McCollum was the one nearby, and I think McCollum is claiming the foul should be on him, and I think that's right. Yeah, they, uh, the, the scorer's table misinterpreted the official signal. It should be on McCollum, and that is his fourth. He and Orr and Stewart and Yarbrough all have four fouls now. So Yarbrough's number's four, and, uh, of course, the other number's 4-1, so I can see how they got confused. Yeah. Ricky to shoot a one-and-one. One. He can put the birds back up on top as we're tied right now. Free throw on the way and good, and it's 71 to 70. That's the first free throw attempt of the game for Ricky. Birds have done pretty well from the line. 
mainly because Coleman is 8 for 9. Another toss for Jackson. 8 for 10, excuse me, for uh, Coleman from the line as Ricky makes the second free throw as well. And the Birds lead by 2, 72 to 70, four and a half minutes to go in overtime number 2. Yarbrough against Sam Skerich. And there's a whistle and a foul away from the ball. Ricky Jackson was pushed down by Derek Orr. Either that or Ricky did a tremendous job of making it look like he was pushed or is out of the game. That's foul number five on him. He becomes the first player for Coppin State to foul out and the Birds get the ball with a two-point lead. And they'll get it at the free throw line. And they got the right guy stepping up to the line. On the line is Ricky Jackson with 4.19 left to go. I'm sorry, that he is the second player to foul out. Larry Stewart did foul out earlier for Coppin State. So two players have fouled out for them. One player for the Redbirds on the stripe is Ricky. He just made a couple a moment ago. First of a one-and-one one is good, and the Birds lead by three. 18 points now for Jackson. And another toss coming up for Ricky. The junior from Mount Morris, Michigan, holds the ball a long time and now fires it up and rolls it. Not good. It's a three-point lead for the Birds as McCullum rebounds the miss. And here comes Coppin State. What a ball game here at Horton Fieldhouse. Birds led early by 19. Coppin State fought back to force a first overtime, now a second overtime. And we're a minute into it, and the Birds have all three points scored so far in this second extra period. Yarbrey with it up on top against Sam Skerich. Dribbles toward the left wing. And now throws a bad pass intercepted by Ricky. Jackson down court. Layup is good. And the Birds lead by 5, 75 to 70. It's all Jackson right now, and he anticipated where that pass was going. And a timeout called by Coppin State. 3.39 to go in the ballgame. Redbirds up by 5, 75 270. Ricky Jackson with all five points here in the overtime. Randy Blair made a similar steal and layup in the first overtime time, which helped keep the birds in it. And now Ricky Jackson does the same thing as they cut off the passing line to that guy flashing up to the top. Yeah, that's a good point. They, they swing it to one side or the other, and when they do, it, they fake it into the post play, bring the guy up from the middle to the high post, and if you get in between him and the ball why I think he got a chance for a steal most of the time and Ricky anticipated that about as well as he could but the big play was the fact that he did a nice job of getting his shot off and rolling it in. He had a man with him and the, he kind of faked him to the right and then went back toward the basket he had to scoop the shot and it rolled on the rim a little ways before it turned toward the inside and fell through to give the birds a five point lead which is their biggest lead since oh I don't know about uh maybe about seven minutes or so to go in regulation. Kurt points out that Coppin State has yet to get a shot away here in the second overtime. Redbirds got the tip, got the two free throws, then the offensive foul before they could shoot it, and now the steal on this last possession resulting in the bucket for Ricky. They'll inbound. They're down by five. 3.39 to go in overtime number two. As it comes in to Phil Booth, he hands it to Yarbrough. Redbirds have Stokes in now for defense. Replacing Sam Skerich. Yarbrough gets a screen, goes to the right. Now bounces up on top. Here it comes inside. McCullum between two defenders, forces it up and rolls it. No good. Rebound for the Birds. Derek Stokes with the board. 
Randy Blair has the ball, and the Birds have a five-point lead with the ball. Ricky Jackson with it now with 3.09 left here at Horton Fieldhouse. Stokes to Blair. Randy spinning up top. Now back toward the right he goes. Deals it to Ricky Jackson. Bounce pass to the left wing. Here's Derek Stokes with the ball. Playing he, in position of scary chop front with the guards. And handling the ball pretty well as he picked it up and delivered to Pemberton. Here's John driving. Double teamed now. Throws it back out to Roberts. Shot clock down to 10 seconds. Game clock at 2.42. Birds want to find a shot now. Ricky with an 18-footer, which is off the back iron. Not good. Rebound tipped to a Coppin State player. Booth tipped it. Here's Barber on the run. He shoots it under pressure and rolled it. Not good. Rebound for them. Booth from underneath. Got it blocked by Pemberton. It comes out to Isaac. Pemberton grabs it. Jump ball is called. It'll be their turn. Coppin State gets the ball. Great hustle by John Pemberton. But the Eagles hold on to the ball. They trail by 5. 75 to 70 with 2.24 to go. John Pemberton not afraid to get on the floor and burn some skin for you. He's a real hard worker, and uh, that I like that e effort that he gives. 2.24 left in the overtime. Redbirds trying to hang on here for the double overtime victory over Coppin State. Boy, Pemberton has had a big ball game. Here's the pass into Yarbrough, and now we have a whistle and a foul called on the Redbirds on the inbounds pass. Apparently Blair shoved a little bit. Boy, it wasn't very apparent, that's for sure, as Randy picks up his third, and that'll put them at the line, and that's exactly where the Birds do not want to put them, with 2.24 to go in the overtime, and the Birds up by five. Skerich in and Stokes out. Sam, of course, in for offense. Coppin State feeling they had this game won after the first overtime. When Randy Blair was fouled almost at the buzzer, according to the officials, it was very close. Free throw coming for Larry Yarbrough. Bounces it several times, and now he fires it up, and he gets it. And they're back to within four, 75-71. He has a little trouble at the line touching it up and getting a nice soft rotation on the ball. That time he uh, widened the rim a little bit. He's only three for seven from the stripe. He missed that critical one, which gave the Birds the opportunity in the first overtime to tie the game as the free throw is off the back iron, not good. The rebound, Sonny Roberts out fought Booth and they've called a foul on Booth for reaching in. And Roberts will go to the line and that really doesn't work too bad as far as Coppin State is concerned because they get the foul instantly and they send Roberts to the line with still 2.23 to go. On Booth, that's number two. 75-71, Redbirds with a four-point lead here in the second overtime, and Sonny Roberts, who has yet to shoot a free throw this year, looks for his third point of the game. The junior from Rockford Boylan High School gets a man in the lane and shoots it up and misses, but he'll get another opportunity as Yarbrey stepped in the lane. He's the guy up on top who is assigned to the task of blocking out Roberts, and there's no reason he has to get in there so early. No. That's a silly mistake. Well, that that's uncalled for right there. Another toss for Roberts. First of a one-and-one one coming once again. Right-hander cocks the wrist and shoots it good, and he takes advantage of a mistake by Yarbrough. Roberts' third point. It's a five-point Illinois State lead. And now Roberts can make it the biggest lead of the overtime period as he cocks the wrist and fires, and he got it. 
Johnny Roberts makes it a six-point advantage, 77-71. to 2.18 to go in the ballgame. Unless Coppin State comes back and forces another overtime. Yarbrey with it. At the left wing, he's given up the dribble into McCullum, double-teamed. He dribbles into traffic, now deals it back out. Three-pointer by Isaac, missed it. Rebound Stokes, loses the ball. Diving is Ricky. He can't come up with it. They've got it back. Good hustle by Coppin State. Yarbrey, between the circles, resets the offense. Six-point lead, Birds. Coppin State has the ball with 1.50 to go. Here's the pass back out to McCullum. Now Yarbrey inside. Booth with a baseline jumper too far. Ricky Jackson rebounded it, but as he did, as, as he did his foot was on the line or else the ball came down on the baseline, and they have another chance. Coppin State does with now 1.42 to go in the game. Yeah, I can't understand 1.42 left and six points down. Why is Coppin State taking so long to shoot the ball? Here's the inbounds pass coming to the corner. Yarbrey has it. He comes out now between the circles. We're down to 137 left to go in the game. Birds by a half dozen here in the second overtime. Back out it goes now inside. Booth shoots it, gets it. Little half hooker in the lane, cuts the lead to four. Phil Booth with the basket. They're pressing, of course, as the Birds get it ahead to Ricky Jackson, shy of the timeline. Now he gets it across the line. 120 to go in the game. Stokes with it. And Derek down to Sonny Roberts. Roberts at the left wing, comes out to Randy Blair. Blair on the dribble between the circles, goes to Ricky Jackson. We're down to a minute seven to go in the game. Shot clock says 23. Here's Roberts, who spun away from his man, had a free path to the bucket, but didn't take it. Birds will use some more of the clock. Ricky Jackson with the ball. Shot clock at 13 seconds now. Here's Derek Stokes into Pemberton. He's got a good shot. He puts it up and got it blocked. McCullum with the block. It comes to Roberts. Now it's loose again, and a whistle and a foul on Coppin State's McCullum. Good fight by Pemberton and Roberts to keep the ball alive. Finally, McCullum commits the foul. That's his fifth. He'll be the third player for Coppin State to leave the game on fouls. He's had a nice ball game, too. Uh, he can uh, rest well tonight. Boy, that's for sure. He winds up with 21 points. And I'm sure a flock of rebounds as well. He had nine of those. Redbirds have Pemberton at the line. John is one for two from the stripe so far in the game. He's 6 for 11 on the year. He's not the best free thrower on the team, but boy, he has been a real key in this ball game, and maybe he can nail it shut right here. 47 seconds to go. Pemberton for a 1-1. One one. Shoots it, and he got it. That is point number 16 for John Pemberton. Remember, his career high is 17. That's what he scored Saturday night here against Western Illinois. He can equal that right here. Birds by five, he can make it a six-point lead, and he does not. It's off the back of the iron, the rebound, Yarbrey. Back comes Coppin State, down by five. They have to be in a hurry now. Yarbrey going to the right wing. Keeps the dribble, now picks up the ball. Goes to the corner, almost losing it was Isaac. Looks for help and lobs it way up on top. Now it comes over to Barber, driving left to the lane, shooting it and rolling it. Good! Basket counts, foul is called, and it'll be against the offense. Barber called for the charge and that'll put the birds at the line at the other end but again this really works in Coppin State's favorite Tom well I, I don't know I, I'm trying to figure out why they don't step out at three-point range now I think it's about that time because two possessions is only going to tie the ball game for them or yep. send them one point up and in between there ISU is going to have the ball so uh, 
Uh, I just don't quite see uh, wasting all that time and trying to take it to the hole like that. On the line after the foul on Barber is Derek Stoltz, who's yet to shoot a free throw this year. It's on the way. It is way off the mark. Line drives it off the back iron. They've got the ball down by three, and they have a chance to tie with a three-point shot. Yarbrough with it. Now it comes to Barber. Barber, who made the basket a moment ago, goes in the corner. Now it comes back out. And 12 seconds to go, 13 seconds to go, as a timeout is called by Fang Mitchell of Coppin State. And this game is still very much up for grabs. The Birds had a six-point lead here in the second overtime. That lead has been cut in half, and now the Eagles have the ball. 78-75 with 13 seconds left to go in the second overtime. When you play that offense for defense, Sometimes it has a tendency to backfire on you too, Dick, because right there's a good example when you come down on the offensive end and you don't have Scarich in there, you're hurting just a little bit. No question that in the long run, it's of benefit. But yes, in individual situations like that one, you'd rather certainly have Scarich at the line or maybe almost anybody else on the team than Derek Stokes. However, the Birds still have the better position in this game with 13 seconds left. They lead by three. Coppin State now, Tom, forced to look for the three-point shot, and the Birds can adjust their defense accordingly. Mm -hmm. Now, you would think that they would start looking for it, as I said a little bit sooner. I don't know who they're going to look for out on the court. I would probably say uh, maybe Booth would be the, my choice. I, I don't know. Well, Booth was two for four on three-point shots in the game at St. Louis. Derek Orr is uh, maybe their best three-point shooter. He's fouled out. Reggie Isaac is a pretty good one, and so is Otto Barber. They have a lot of ways to go. Three guys on the floor are pretty good three-point shooters. Isaac will be the one to inbound it here. It comes to Yarbrey. Yarbrey moving toward the right wing. Eight seconds to go on the second overtime. Three-point shot on the way. Barber, he missed it. Rebound. Coleman, or Stokes, rather. And now a foul is called with three seconds left to go in the second overtime, and the Redbirds are in the best position they've been in all evening now with a man at the line, three seconds to go. That man is once again Derek Stokes, who missed by quite a bit just moments ago. Redbirds need a timeout here just to make sure they know what to do in these last three seconds, made or missed on the free throw. Barber is the one who got the three-point shot away. Had a man guarding him pretty tough. He got it off the back of the iron. Stokes came up with the rebound. He was fouled. And the Redbirds now can put it away if Derek can make a free throw. He really didn't catch the ball well when he had it thrown to him. Almost. He bobbled it a little bit. And I think probably in a situation like that, you're better off putting it on the floor, resetting your feet, going ahead and taking the shot from there or kicking it to another person on your team. But uh, he just shot kind of an off-balance three-pointer. Redbirds leading 78-75 over Coppin State. And what a struggle this has been. Now the Birds are one free throw away from ending their evening's work a lot later than they had hoped to. But they have some time to regroup before the next game, which is not until Saturday afternoon here at Horton Fieldhouse against the Blue Demons of DePaul. And they've played pretty well so far. They showed quite well in their first tournament. All right, Derek Stokes going to the line. Derek missed one moments ago. If he can put the front end of the one-and-one one in here, the game is over, unless the birds really make a silly mistake. ISU vacating the lane except for John Pemberton. On the line, Derek Stokes. 
Here's the shot. It is not good. Rebound, Pemberton. He shoots it up and misses. There's the buzzer. That's the game. Redbirds win 78-75 to over Coppin State. And the Redbirds go to 2-1. They need an extra 10 minutes to get the job done here at Horton Fieldhouse, but they send the folks home happy. 6,959 of them at Horton Fieldhouse. The Redbirds do it over Coppin State. Again, the final 78-75. to We'll be back with more basketball coverage from Horton Fieldhouse here in just a minute. Well, we just need one here, I assume, Willis. Yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead with a couple of them now. 84-76. Uh, yeah, but I forgot to write it down. Go ahead. Yeah, I did get that. Well, the Redbirds escape their ball game with Coppin State. Double overtime, 78-75 victory for... Illinois State's Redbirds, they go to 2-1, and one, and Coppin State really played a nice across the timeline as, again, they break the pressure easily. 